Hello, everybody, and welcome to my podcast. Yes, this is my podcast. I'm the owner, the author, the producer of this podcast, and I am excited to be here. I'm thankful that you have joined me on this journey of life that we can glean one from another and begin to be or try to be the best that we can be, not only personally, but for the kingdom of God, for the nation we are in, and for our family and friends. Of course, none of that is in the right order, but I am trying to uh, explain that. So anyway, with all that said today, I want you to join me uh, for a few moments today. We're going to talk about several things. My wife and I just got off vacation, and I'll tell you about that and tell you a few tricks that I have learned uh, the hard way on taking vacations. Then we're going to talk about some principles, personal management principles and how to discipline ourselves and create systems that work for us and then make wise choices. With all that said, bear with me for a moment. We'll be right back, and we'll have a great conversation. Well, this is episode two and uh, of my podcast of Matters That Matters. Things that matter to me, matters of the heart, matters of the mind, matters of life, matters of family, Matters of the church, matters that matter. That's the way I look at it. So we're just going to kind of be a podcast of multiple topics, multiple ideas. I have done all kinds of things in my life. And so I believe gleaning from my failures and my victories, I've had several, you will be able to be blessed as well as I will be blessed by your podcast and those that are around me glean from each other and and, uh, strengthen one another. My wife and I just come back from Ireland. What an awesome uh, trip that was. And uh, I'm just going to tell you quickly that it was a beautiful trip. is exactly the way you think. Uh, the green fields and the white sheep and, the, and the, the rolling hills. But it is a much, much more than that. Of course, the, the age of the country compared to ours. Uh, it's funny. We have monuments to men that lived 200 years ago. Houses that we have... Uh, uh, monumentalized. We have put historical markers on them. They're 200 years old. They live in 200-year-old houses over there. In fact, uh, there are houses that we visited that were a uh, thousand years old, some of them, but it was just incredible. I say a thousand. I don't know exactly how old they were, but they were old, a lot older than what we think. And I was considering that in two or three years ago, four years ago. I can't remember. We went to Israel on a trip, and uh, you talk about ancient. Wow, the beginning of civilization, practically beautiful, beautiful to be able to be there. It's an honor to be there. It's on our bucket list. We went to Israel. That was on our bucket list. Ireland was on our bucket list. We've got a few other places to go, uh, and that will be dispersed between missions, trips, and trips to help people and things like that. But I found over the, uh, over the process of the last five years or so that um, there's a few things that you can do to make these vacations not only accessible to you, but enjoyable. My wife and I went to Ireland outside or off out of the peak um, vacation season. Well, come to find out, that is just a good time to take almost any vacation. No, everybody's not out of school, and thank the Lord for that. Not everybody can go and thank the Lord for that because there's less cars on the highway, there's less people in the shops, But you also have to deal with the weather and that kind of thing. And so, you know, you can save yourself 50% of your money by just deciding, you know what, I want to take a week off 
in an awkward time of the year, and I want to go take a vacation in that. And so we went to Ireland, and we were uh, practically by ourselves the whole time. We rented a car, drove around the entire island, and enjoyed both the, the seaports and the mountains, the fields of sheep and the the cities we've enjoyed, thoroughly enjoyed it, but we saved a ton of money by taking an off-season or out-of-season trip. And so we also, another idea for you, if you're looking at uh, going on a vacation and trying to figure out how do these people afford it, I mean, my goodness, I went to Ireland. How could we afford that? Well, go to Groupon. Groupon is a great place to get uh, coupons for travel. You go to Groupon, you go to their travel section, you find trips on there that are anywhere from, I've seen them as low as $300, places I didn't want to go, didn't care to go, uh, mostly beaches, I'm not a beach person. and uh, But I've seen them, of course, much, much higher than that, two or 3,000. But all of their Groupon vacations are dramatically reduced in price compared to you purchasing, purchasing them from a travel agent or doing your own planning even. They're just really a neat rate. I think the, I missed it, but I saw one time where there was like a five-day, four-night trip from New York to Ireland, and it was like $400. Uh, I missed that one. I got the one that was, I think, 500 if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it was 600 that we paid per person, but um, that was car, hotel, flights, everything included. So great way to take a vacation. Of course, we come back and had a great time. Come back and uh, facing all the, the the music, so to speak. Now we got a lot of things going on, uh, and so we're trying to catch back up. But today, I wanted to spend some time and talk to you about personal management. Now, I'm going to give you a principle that I believe is very true. You can't lead others until you can lead yourself. You can't manage others until you can manage yourself. You can't. Uh, you can't. Uh, ha- you really don't have any business being being influential over others until you have your own life in order. And so what's it take? You know, the question is, what's it mean? What, is it, what does it take to have uh, personal leadership, personal responsibility, personal management, your life, your own life? You're managing your own life well. What does it take? Well, I'm sure that we could go down a list of things that you could check off. You know, you have your own finances in order. You, you have your own family in order and those kind of things. In fact, Scripture talks about it in First Timothy. We see it where Paul told Timothy, a man doesn't need to be a bishop. It doesn't need to be a leader in the church unless he has his own home in order. First Timothy chapter 3, by the way. And so this is a principle that is biblical and just plain uh, common sense. I don't want to hear anybody's opinion about how to stay married when they've been divorced three or four times. I mean, they, they might have something to say, and I I don't mind listening, but uh, I want to hear the man that stayed married the rest of his life or all of his life. I want to hear the elder that has been married 50, 60 years. That's pretty awesome. My wife and I just, just passed the um, 30-year mark back in October. We were married 30 years, so we're 30.5 now, I believe, or right at it. And um, I feel like now is time for me to... St- Start talking about how to stay married. And so we're going to, matters that matter. This podcast is going to be on that, some of it. So anyways, bear with me as we go along. First of all, I want to talk to you about some principles, personal management principles. First of all, I want to talk about discipline. You and I, if you're going to be in leadership, if you're going to be a man or a woman that, that leads others, 
You must be disciplined. You've got to discipline your time. You've got to discipline your body, bring your body under subjection. You've got to discipline your tongue. You've got to discipline your home. You've got to discipline everything about your life. Well, how do we do that? How can we be so disciplined? First, it starts small. You've got to start somewhere, and you might as well start small because that's where you're going to be able to have an early victory, early success. You're going to be able to say, hey, I'm, I did this, and if I did this, I can go on and do something greater. This is a simple principle of life, in fact. Start small. Make up your bed. Brush your teeth. Those are things that we learned in elementary school. Our parents made us do these things, but now they're part of our life. But those are just the beginning. Washing your car, eating healthy, walking, mowing the yard. Those are things that are small, but they grow from there. Of course, if you have the money, you get somebody else to mow the yard. You can delegate that. That's good. Get after it. But you should be interested in working on your own life constantly. There should never be a time to where you sit back, relax, and say, I have nothing else to do in my life. Nobody is at that privilege. <clears throat> we have one of the greatest, uh, I would say, talents that we have in our life is the ability to learn. And if you and I aren't willing to continue to learn, we are dying. So it's important that you recognize learning to learn is important. Discipline, learning discipline is of the utmost importance. So let's look at it. Set your alarms. I'm going to say in our world today, it has never been more easy uh, to be reminded of things. I'm, I, I remember, and, and I'm sure that many people on here remember days when you forgot appointments or forgot uh, whatever, you know, whatever situation you might have supposed to deal with and you didn't. And uh, unfortunately, those things, they're excusable at times. And sometimes they're not excusable, of course. But in today's world, man, with our cell phones and calendars, write it down, put it in that calendar, put it in that alarm. I've got, I've got five or six weekly alarms, a couple of daily alarms that remind me to do certain things. I don't even probably need most of the alarms, but I like to know that they're there because it keeps me from forgetting. And so we need to learn to use our modern technology for its full benefit. Discipline is not only in alarms, but it's in operation systems. Now, I'm going to talk about systems, and it's going to meld together part of our discipline and part of our, family, our personal management. Let me just explain this to you. The world runs on systems. Everything we've got, everything we've done, whether it be from the, from, uh, the home to the, the White House to uh, hospitals, to putting a man on the moon, to even our bodies. They all work on systems. God designed us to live within systems. So if you and I would get that in our mind and recognize systems are our friends and they help us, then we can begin to use them for our benefit. Alarms, schedules. You should always, and in this, I know I'm, I'm, I'm being adamant about some things, and I'm not wanting to offend, but I will say this. 
your your life should be on a system to where you know what's going to happen at certain times of the day. Not knowing when you're going to wake up, not knowing when you're going to go to bed, not knowing when you're going to uh, spend time with your family, spend time with your wife, spend time with your husband. Those things, that shouldn't be the norm. Those are abnormal days. Those are days that don't work in systems. So we look at systems, though, and we realize that there are some things that we can we can do to systematize our lives. I'll give an example. Our truck, my truck, I got an old 98 Toyota truck. I love that truck. No note on it. That's the reason why I can do stuff that I do. I don't have to pay five, $600 for somebody else every month to drive my truck around. But that truck has to have the oil changed on a regular basis. That truck needs to get a wash every once in a while. I wash it once a week, and that's my system there. Wash my truck once a week. Of course, if it's raining, I'll, you got to be a little resilient. Resilience is one of the greatest assets to success, being able to deal with things as they come. And so when it rains, you just wait a day or two. It's not that big a deal. But getting those systems and having a schedule is of the utmost importance. But we've got to learn to make wise choices. This is what I'm really headed to today is making wise choices. Personal leadership, personal development, personal management, managing my own life. How do I do it in a wise way? Let me express this to you using an example, or not an example, but a, a system that I read about when I was about probably 17 or 18 years old. Maybe I, I think I was in school, in college, I believe. And it's called Eisenhower's Box. Now, I'm not going to obviously be able to give you a picture of it. You can look it up on the internet. But it is very important that you learn to use Eisenhower's Box. If you want to be disciplined, you want to use a system that works, you want to uh, be the leader that God's called you to be, be the, be the man that, that you, are, you are destined to be, you need to work on systems that help you make wise choices. So that being said, let me describe Eisenhower's box. It's a piece of, get a piece of paper out, pen, draw you a square, and divide that square up into four quadrants. Top left, top right, bottom left, bottom right. Outside of that main square, you're going to write four words, two above the box and to the left of the box. The two above, you're going to write urgent on the left above the first box on the left. On the right, top right box, you're going to write above it, uh, not urgent. Then on the left side of that box, to the top left corner, to the left of the top left corner, box, excuse me, you're going to write important. And then on the bottom left box or quadrant, outside of that box, to the left of it, you're going to write not important. Now, I'm going to give you some simple words to write inside of each box, and then we will talk about it. Top left box, you will write in there, do now, do now. The top right box, you're going to write in that box, decide, another D word. Bottom left box, you're going to write in the word, delegate, delegate. And then the bottom right box, you delete, write delete in there. Okay, so you can see, and you can already just about turn this recording off and conclude what matters here. You have to put all the things in your life, whether they be important or urgent or not important or not, ur not urgent, 
into, and you can do this if you desire, put everything you do into a box. Use these boxes. Man, you know, it's, it's, I'll, I'll give you a few examples, okay? My wife and I went on vacation. Is that important? Yes. Is it urgent? No. So where do you put it? You put it in the top right corner. Not not uh, urgent, but it is important. Let's talk about something else, getting gas in my truck. Obviously, I just got gas, but let's pretend it's low. It's urgent and it's important. What what would fit in the bottom left corner, that delegate? Well, maybe, maybe it's um, not important, but it's urgent and not important to you. I'm not talking about to the world, to you. Well, that might be mowing the yard. Well, you delegate that. You, you find somebody that'll mow the yard for you. It's important, but it's, it, I mean, it's, it's not as important to you as it was to some, but it is important, but it, it, it needs to be done. So you put it in there, you delegate that. And then, of course, there's those things that you just need to get rid of. They're not important and they're not urgent. And that would be, in, <laughs> in my way of looking at it, Facebook, you know, some of that stuff, video games, things that do not matter. Now, we only have, we all know, and, I've, and, and, and this is just the way it is, we all only have a certain amount of time in our lives, but we've got to learn to spend that time wisely. You cannot, you don't have the, the uh, freedom to waste time if you are called to be a leader. If you're called to lead in the church or in our community, you don't have the luxury of wasted time. You have got to get after it. Just like, and I'm not saying this is not just to you, it's to me too. I've got to get after it. This is a call on my life that I have to do more. And so I have to discipline my life. I have to discipline it through systems, through self-discipline, of course, through systems, and then by wise choices. These things, if we apply them, we make them a habit, they can really help us to be more not only in our homes, but in our churches, in our, in our community, wherever we're at in our business life, whatever it may be, we can do greater things and better things if we'll learn to do these things. So with that, I'm going to shut down. I'm going to give you a break listening to me all day long. Uh, I pray you have a great day. I pray it's a wonderful day. If you go, plan on going on vacation, go on Groupon. Don't forget that. And then apply some of these principles of discipline to your life get a system that you can make wise choices. I will throw this out there as a last thought. I've said this for years. Don't get peer advice. When you get ready to make some major decisions, if you're under the age of about 25, don't go to a peer. And I, I said 25 intentionally, and I'll explain that again on another day. But don't go to a peer. If you're No 16-year-old needs to be telling another 16-year-old how to live. Uh, same thing goes for 21 or 22, but go to somebody twice your age if possible. Of course, if you got good parents, that is a that is a safe way to look. Typically, nowadays I kind of wonder, but get advice from somebody twice your age, and of course you've got a wife or a husband. That is your your first place to look. Parents is your first place to look, depending on your life, how you are, who you are, where you're at in life. But uh, make these choices, put them in the right boxes, get your life on a system, discipline yourself to, do, uh, to, to be a better man, start small, and go on vacation. I did everything backwards. <laughs> Y'all have a great day, and I'll talk to you shortly.